Greetings, Greenhouse people, and welcome to another installment of Tech On Demand, where our goal is always to bring you tips, tricks, and information to produce your best crop ever. I'm your host, Bill Calkins, and I am really excited to be joined by Dr. Nathan Jonke. He's one of the newest members of our technical services team at Ball Horticultural and part of the Ball Tech On Demand team. He's our cultural research manager working in West Chicago. Nathan, how's it going in the new role? Hey, Bill. It's going pretty well. We're getting busy in this uh, time of year here with spring entering in. I bet. I bet. You guys are always busy, and I'm sure you're working on all sorts of big things to help all the growers out there. So again, as a company, we're really happy and grateful to have Nathan on board and expecting big things. No pressure at all. So we're going to go ahead and get started today, and we're back to talk about at-risk crops and those inherent challenges with specific crops that are grown in so many greenhouses across North America. Like I've been saying, if you're following along with this series, at-risk crops are commonly grown plants that often come under pressure from specific pests and diseases. So Nathan's joining us this time to talk, us, talk about hostas in anticipation of you growing this popular perennial crop this year. And he's going to talk about uh, how you can ship the best quality finished plants out to market this year. So Nathan, why don't you go ahead and share your screen and kick us off a little bit of an overview of the ever popular disease triangle that you've probably seen in other episodes of this series. And just as a reminder, these are highlights and you can find a full overview presentation and document covering at-risk crop protocols linked in the show notes. Nathan, that gives listeners a little bit of basics ahead of time. So why don't you go ahead and, and walk us through this triangle? Right. Thanks, Bill. Uh, as we said, we usually start these little presentations with our disease triangle here. And we really need all three parts of these triangle, this triangle to have development of a disease uh, in your greenhouse. And that's consistent with the plant, the environment, and the pathogen. So we look at those three things in order to minimize the impact of diseases. And one of the main points of that is starting with clean inputs. You're going to hear this over and over again. After that is keeping your production facility clean and then really using those cultural protocols and monitoring your crop for those pests and diseases. Excellent. It does come down to walking the crops, paying attention and, and watching out for uh, signs of trouble. So I think that helps uh, give the listeners a little bit of the basics. Now let's turn, go ahead and turn our attention to the topic of the day, which is hosta. It is a perennial garden staple sold in every garden center all across North America loved by consumers and uh, certainly one that we want to we want to keep clean so why don't you start by sharing some of the risk factors specific to hosta and i'm pretty sure you're going to talk a lot about viruses right right so viruses are a main issue with hosta here and the one we're talking about in particular is hosta virus x or hvx and this virus is a, a potex virus and viruses we know are very easily spread. We're dealing one with one right now who wants to talk about viruses more, but with hostas, it's a super important shade perennial um, that has a lot of different uses, right? So we need to be watching out for this issue. And this issue is more of an aesthetic issue. We're not really uh, looking at plant death here, but what this virus causes are a variety of symptoms that change the color or the shape of the leaf. So up in the top right hand of the screen, we have a symptom called ink bleeding. And we all know hostas have those specific, specific colorations or uh, patterns in their leaves. And so this ink bleeding is going to cause green to show up where it's supposed to be yellow or yellow 
places coming up where it's green or blue. Then we also have tissue collapse and wrinkling. So if you're seeing this on your hostas, they might be a little disfigured or look bumpy in some region, or it might look like some of the cells are actually dying. And then we, finally, we have sort of that characteristic virus symptom in tissue modeling and looking very odd. And the reason why we see this as more of an aesthetic issue and being an issue is because there's so many different varieties of hostas, someone might think that a infected hosta might be a new variety and they'll wanna purchase that. So we need to be careful with uh, looking out for this when it's coming into the greenhouse and making sure we're not selling virus infected material to our customers. And so the way this is all spread is generally uh, through touching those plants and managing them. So uh, dividing them or cutting leaves, that virus is going to be in that sap material because viruses need a living host. So anytime you're working with hostas, you need to make sure you have strict sanitation and monitoring of this virus. Another issue with uh, hosta virus X is that plants that are infected can be asymptomatic or not show any of these symptoms for a period of time. And so that means you need to be monitoring for it and also work with uh, reliable suppliers that we're gonna look at here in a little bit. If you um, are worried about this virus or see symptoms like this, you need to confirm it through an ELISA test or something like an immuno, immuno strip, and you can purchase these online or get in contact with a, di a diagnostic lab. Okay, I think that that helps give a, a good understanding of what to keep an eye out for. Um, and you're right, I think that sometimes consumers see this and think, wow, that's really cool, but it's not, and we cannot ship that into the market. So why don't you talk a little bit about the strategies and controls uh, that, that growers can use to minimize and manage the risk, because we want the best possible plants going out the door because perennial shoppers are hungry and dedicated, and they come in looking for hostage. Right. I mean, perennials are up and coming and everyone's planting them and hostas are super easy, right? So when we are looking to purchase hostas for our programs, uh, we need to work with reliable suppliers. And what makes a reliable supplier is someone that is frequently testing their stock and uh, their propagules for this virus. And we mentioned some of those methods earlier before. Now, you usually have three different options for hosta. Now, tissue culture, uh, bare root and rooted liners. Bare root is very common, uh, but we're moving a little bit more towards tissue culture. And that's because we can actually manage uh, and sometimes remove virus from plants using tissue culture. And then if you think about the tissue culture process, it's a very sterile environment. We're sterilizing our tools. Uh, we're taking care of each little plantlet. And so this method, although a little bit more expensive, carries a little bit less risk involved in having that material. With bare root, we're not taking care of our equipment generally between cutting plants and stuff like that. Now, uh, we want to uh, really identify these issues right away when they're coming into uh, the production facility. So if you see symptoms like this, you need to remove that infected plant immediately from the greenhouse. And then you also probably need to remove the plants from that production block because you don't know how that virus has spread throughout the block. As we said, it, plants can be asymptomatic. So we have to be careful with spreading viruses. And keep in mind to never compost virus infected plants. Uh, we want to dispose of these, get them off the property as soon as possible. 
we can sanitize equipment if you're going to be trimming leaves or something like that uh, using bleach or some other uh, sanitizing greenhouse uh, um, a compound sanitize all your equipment make sure your employees are well aware of the risks involved with handling virus material and then with all plants we want them to be healthy and happy and so minimize stress in any way possible either through your environment or how you're managing the crop that all makes a lot of sense and it you know i, I hear it said all the time start clean stay clean uh, really stay on top of it, have protocols in place, have your entire team trained on cleanliness and don't let it get away from you, even though the season can get very busy and it might not be the first thing on your to-do list, maybe put it at the end, end of the day, every day, clean up and dispose of that, uh, especially dispose of that material when you find it. I think those are some Definitely. really, really good tips. And if you follow these, chances are you're going to be successful with Hosta, especially with all the work being done on the TC and the new forms uh, available out there. Really, uh, there's a lot of experts out there uh, working on this crop, trying to keep it as clean as possible. So before we wrap up, I do want to uh, call out a few additional resources for you to check out. First is a set of at-risk crop guides or white papers that are available at ballseed.com slash quickculture slash production guides find it on the ball seed website and you can also find a link to that in the show notes for this presentation also want to call out the tech on demand podcast brought to you by grower talks you're going to find all sorts of episodes like this one we're going to be you know we cover at-risk crops and all sorts of disease and cultural and technical topics uh, you'll find that at uh on your favorite podcast app you can find it on apple google spotify stitcher tune in pretty much all of them or you can visit growertalks.com slash tech on demand. So Nathan, really appreciate this deep dive into Hosta. And as always, for all the work that you and the technical team are doing and you and your research uh, crew are doing out in the greenhouse to help growers avoid pitfalls and ship these optimum quality plants. So thank you very much. Thank you, Bill, for having me. I appreciate it. And I'm Bill Calkins with Tech On Demand, wishing you a fantastic season. Take care out there.